This is Pete Moore on Halo Talks NYC. I'm here with a friend of mine, Sean Icaboni, who is in startup mode, has got a big initiative into the corporate Halo space. We'll get rid of the word wellness. We'll say the corporate Halo sector. And um, we met about six months ago or so and talked on the phone a couple times. So one, I'm here to get a, a progress update report uh, live on on tape and also uh, for you to use this opportunity to, to expose this to corporations that should be doing this for their employees and uh, anybody else who wants to live a healthy, active lifestyle to, uh, to get involved with you either on the employer side, on the employee side, on the investor side, or whatever else side they want to be <laughs> on. So welcome to the show. Awesome, Pete. Thank you very much. And I'm happy to be here. Great. So why don't you just uh, give our listeners uh, first your background and how you kind of stumbled upon this space and what got you excited about it and uh, taking this leap into uh, entrepreneurship. And we'll talk about the pros and cons and uh, trials and tribulations of that. That sounds awesome. Um, so I've always been in the wellness and fitness space. Uh, growing up, I played sports. I played just about every sport there is. Uh, I can't say I was ever all that great. Uh, you know, I ended up playing lacrosse for college for D3. And um, at the end of that journey, I graduated with an engineering degree and launched uh, my first product with a couple other uh, colleagues of mine that was a concussion detection sensor. Mm -hmm. And we tried to push that out into the sports realm and really began to understand the deeper minutiae of launching a, a product in the market. You know, there's more than just the product itself. Um, so that, uh, that company didn't end up going all too far, but I had my first taste of entrepreneurship and, um, kind of got hooked into the wellness, uh, and well-being space. So when, when you, uh, you know, when you put your like engineering hat on and, and design and thinking about, you know, everything's a process, you know, how do you think about running, uh, you know, your company now and, and saying like, okay, I know I got a hundred things to do, but like, here's how I prioritize and here's how I systematically think about what, you know, I can accomplish either in a day, in a week, in a month. So talk us through, you know, you as an entrepreneur and you know, a seasoned mind, you know, how, how you think about that. And so it's not daunting. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually trying to recover from being the, such an engineering mindset. It really brings you down into the details and uh, makes it a little bit harder to see the big picture sometimes. But, you know, over the past four or five years, what I've really realized is you need to have that big vision as an entrepreneur. You need to fully understand where you want to be in five or 10 years. Um, but also know that you're never going to know that. Like that's ridiculous to have a detailed understanding of that. So you need to be able to break that down into smaller sprints. And really what I like to do is target six week uh, intervals hmm. and break down where I want to be in six weeks and what's achievable in six weeks. And then on a day-to-day -day basis, you know, my task list is a hundred items long, mm -hmm. but I really try to pull out three items every day and I make those my boulders. So every day, you know, no matter what else happens, if I achieve those, I feel good about my day. Mm -hmm. And if I don't achieve those, I know that I didn't manage my time well. Gotcha. So talk about, uh, just the background on holistically and what the mission is and, you know, we'll take it from there. Absolutely. So Holistically is a platform that makes it easy for companies to better support their employees. And it really fills this gap in the market that uh, as companies grow, no matter what the size of the company, they obviously need to support their employees on a day-to-day -day basis. And there's a lot in place for companies to support them uh, in the necessities like healthcare and dental and vision. 
but on a day-to-day basis, uh, your, your employee's productivity is going to fluctuate, whether they got good sleep, whether they are in a good mood, whether their morale is up or not. And it's really what it boils down to is their fitness, their mental health, um, and if they're in a, a continuous learning environment that they're excited about. So Holistically provides a platform that allows employees to spend their stipend on offerings such as that, like Calm for meditation or ClassPass for fitness. And are you set up inside of the corporate intranet or is it a separate site that, that they're going to? Is your brand visible to the employer and employee? It is, yes. It's a separate website and we manage the full spectrum of the end-to-end uh, distribution of the stipend. So we make it incredibly easy for the employer to manage the process. Gotcha. So just talk us through, if I'm an employer, let's say for Integrity Square as an example, uh, and you came to me, you know, what, what are the steps I need to take? Uh, so I load up my employee, employees, I, I say, okay, here's the X amount of stipend that goes into your account. Just talk us through how What's the, uh, you know, how, what's the launch process like? So we would um, obviously talk in the beginning and decide that you want to implement the process, the program, and determine when you'd like to implement it. Then we would determine how much you would like to offer to each of your employees. We're seeing anywhere from $60 to about $120 per employee per month being mm-hmm. offered. And um, it's really a company culture platform more so than, you know, to reduce healthcare spending. And with that amount, we would get a list of all of the uh, email addresses for each of your employees. And an email would go out to each employee, inviting them to access the platform where they would create their own account and get access to the platform. So what are you seeing as the most... um use parts of the site? I know you're still kind of like a little bit in beta, but like what, what are, what's resonating most with employees or what are they looking for? Yeah, the employees really, the big part of it is that they have the flexibility to choose what resonates with them. So, uh, you know, a lot of traditional programs say, you know, we're going to offer this one item or this one initiative and everybody's going to get the same thing. Mm-hmm. What's really unique and awesome about the Holistically platform is that employees get to choose what resonates with them. And it's not just fitness or it's not just mental health. It goes across so many different spectrums of well-being in the halo space uh, that employees really get the power. So as an example, I'm, uh, I'm online and I can go and, and buy a five pack at a, a local studio and that gets funded directly by my employer. Is the employer getting reports back about you know, anything related to my results, you know, um, you know, how important this is to me as, as a employee benefit. Talk, talk about how this is going to become real sticky. Yeah, absolutely. From the corporate side, the benefit manager, in, in the case that this is the person administering the program, can see that, um, you know, you've been redeeming mental health offerings as opposed to fitness offerings or company-wide across a company of 200 employees, you know, 75% of them chose to redeem uh, fitness offerings. And of that 75%, 50% is actually class pass over the local yoga studio, for example. So for uh, an administration standpoint, it's incredibly easy to set up and to manage. And from the employee standpoint, uh, there's really no need for the, you know, current programs are reimbursement based most typically it makes it incredibly hard for an employee to actually utilize the program. 
With uh, Holistically, it's completely integrated end-to-end -end and Holistically manages the payments to the, the well-being offerings. Mm -hmm. So it makes it so easy that employees really enjoy it. So how do you um, either partner up with or um, combat when, when someone's like, well, I already have a corporate intranet and I already have, you know, reward system up there and I've already got, you know, discounts to XYZ, you know, memberships. How, how are you kind of going through that sales process, which I'm sure is not, you know, a one meeting and done. Like there's typically a pretty, <laughs> pretty big sales process and, you know, got probably run through a lot of hoops. So talk about, talk about the process and then talk about how you've kind of calibrated for yourself. Like, okay, I'm in this for the long run. I know that once I pick up the phone and talk to someone, you know, it might be three to six months before I actually, you know, have a contract in front of them. It's definitely a long sales cycle on my, my side. Mm -hmm. um, any B2B deal typically is, but with that comes the long-term reward of having an established relationship with that company for right. the long term. And, um, you know, a lot of companies today have some resemblance of some way to support their employees. Most common a, is a fitness reimbursement program or you know, like a Virgin Pulse style, uh, you know, well-being program where you earn points. And, um, you know, the thing I have against that is that it really causes the employee to have to jump through hoops mm -hmm. and they don't really fully understand what they're getting. You know, if you go and get your annual checkup, you get 300 points. And then if you go and check in at the gym, you get 25 points. And if you, you know, accrue for an entire year, you can get some sort of reward at the end of the year. It's really not clear and transparent what you're getting for all of this effort. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it also has this interesting effect that it it's almost like a guilty until proven innocent on what the employee deserves. So mm. if I tell my employees, I just hired you for, you know, X amount per year and I hired you because I believe in you and I want you to succeed. Why would I hold back from that employee and not give them the tools for them to be the best version of themselves on a day-to-day -day basis. It just doesn't make sense with that type of model. Mm -hmm. So what, what's the maximum that, is, is there a maximum that an employer can actually put into an, like is it is a part of the flexible spending account? Is that kind of what they're working towards? Or is it, um, you know, DC companies that say, okay, look, I want to give my C-suite, you know, $5,000 a month or some ridiculous, let's say, or, <laughs> you know, like to, to a hundred dollars for like entry level employees. Like, does your system do that based on a hierarchy that the employer can recalibrate when they want to incent somebody? Yeah. So currently it's completely flexible. So, um, you know, company to company, a company can choose how much they would like to offer to the employees. And at this point in time, and, and this could change in the future, obviously, but at this point in time, it's one set amount for every employee within the organization so that okay. everybody is getting the same uh, stipend amount towards their well-being. And are, are you seeing a lot more groups doing things on site as well? Or are you doing everything virtually right now or just with, in a software model? So through Holistically, there's a, an online software model. Things like Calm or Headspace are, are apps that you use and you can use them anywhere. And then other offerings are in-person offerings like gyms and studios uh, and, and learning engagements. And um, that, that's typically our model. At the moment, we're not doing much for inviting instructors into a, a corporate office mm -hmm. um, or on-site trainings. But 
I definitely wouldn't rule that out in the future because that's uh, it's definitely a hot market in and of itself. So if if there's a provider right now that wants to get onto your system in order to make it one of the service offerings, how how does that work? Give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> um, do, are you doing like category exclusives with anyone, or is it basically like an open marketplace with with Headspace and ClassPass and Audible and? Pete, Calm. that's a great question. Thank you. Um, at the moment, <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, uh, we don't have any exclusivity deals. Um, we're also not entirely an open market, and and this is kind of where we look at the future of the business. Uh, we really don't want to become like an Amazon model that you know every everything you could ever want is there, and you get on the platform and you get confused. Right, There's too right. much to look at, and you don't know which is worth your time to offer as an administrator, as a company. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also don't want to go so far as there's only one option because there is a personalization aspect of this for each employee because nobody's exactly the same. Employees want access to things that resonate with them. So there does need to be some variety of offerings through the platform. Got it. And what, what's the cost on average? Obviously, every deal is going to differ, but for an employer to get started, you know, is it a, a monthly hosting fee? Is it uh, service maintenance? What, how is it set up? Uh, the pricing for holistically is just on a transaction-based uh, processing fee. So there's no upfront pricing. So a company, call it 100 people at $100 per month, is really just the amount that they're investing into their own employees to get started. Got it. So you're taking a transaction fee with the provider, not with the, the employer. Correct. Is that right? Okay. So 100, 100% of the money that's allocated towards the employees are actually going towards the employees. There's, that- a, there's a processing fee on the transactions pushed through the platform. Um, but yes, when a, a company allocates funds to the employee, there's no upfront uh, you know, monthly per employee per month fee for Got the it. platform okay. access. All right. So that's kind of unique from a standpoint of you know, potential pushback to getting somebody on board. Absolutely. You know, a lot of companies in the benefit space charge on a upfront per employee per month, whether they use it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think in moving towards the future of the benefits industry, we're going to move towards a usage-based model where if you offer an offering to all of your employees and only call it 65% of the employees use it, you'll only be charged for that amount after or during the times that they're charged, they're, that they're using it. Got so it. it's going to be less of that upfront model that you see a lot today. And then, and then what do you view well, when, when you go to an employer, what do you view as um, how, how do you articulate to them some kind of metrics of like, you know, your, your employee is going to be X amount more productive or they're going to be X amount more, uh, you know, of an advocate of staying, um, you know, how, do, do you have good metrics on that yet or? Obviously, it makes sense, and obviously, it's the right side of history. But does it? You know, can you can you say to someone, "Hey, look, you know, twenty-two percent of the employees here that are on this program, you know, have uh, been with the company for X number of years." Obviously, there's a lot of data collect and time that you need to do that. But do you view that as like your reporting tool down the road of like here here's the direct benefits to you as an employer to try and force them to put more money towards the stipend? Yeah, so at the moment we're conducting several surveys, but at the end of the day, like you said, I think it uh, is just a baseline and there's a lot of studies out there that prove and show that uh, when you better take care of your employees, you're going to have more highly motivated employees, they're going to be more productive, your retention is going to be better. 
And, um, you know, it's a big part of it is just forming this company culture that promotes health and wellness and is employee first that so many organizations care about today. Um, you know, it's just really a no brainer to better support your employees. So let's go back to you as, as an entrepreneur and saying, okay, there's hundreds of thousands of companies that you could target. So how did you think through, all right, am I going to go and, you know, find a fortune 100 company and that might be, you know, a, a two year sales cycle versus, you know, like a 50 to a hundred person company or, you know, tap into your network and say, okay, who do I know that would, you know, either take this on as a, as a pilot or as a beta, you know, just to give people a, a, a window into, you know, how, you know, what's your go to market strategy. Cause a lot of people come in and say, okay, I'm going to go talk to Google and Facebook. And I'm like, All right, good, good, good luck with that. <laughs> Let me know when, that, you when you get that years, deal done. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so how'd you think about like an entry point and, you know, a lot of companies that we work with that are on the software side, they try and land a couple, might not be large accounts, but at least their name accounts mm-hmm. and kind of use that as a calling card to go into and say, hey, we work with Boeing or we work with Raytheon is a, a group that we're working with on the West Coast uh, called Dream Clinic. So they have that as like in their, you know, holster, if you will, to to sell the next account because they can use those. So how, how did you think about that or how are you thinking about that? Yeah. So uh, as you said, you know, any of these larger accounts, call it, you know, five or 10,000 employees plus is going to take a considerable amount of time to close that client. Um, We're really focused more on the small and medium sized market at the moment. And I think that they're a a very underserved market in terms of how do you support your employees? The, The large 5,000 plus organizations are using the Virgin Pulse solutions, but you know, go to your local WeWork down the street in any city, find any company, you know, 20 to 100 employees large, mm-hmm. and they're not going to be using a Virgin Pulse, and they're probably not going to be using anything, honestly. Uh, and it's really just the ease of uh, implementation and what is the the culture building aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's really where we're focused at the moment. So have you uh, infiltrated WeWork where you're just sitting there and like sit in a, <laughs> sit in a cafe and be like, hey, this is what we do. And not, it's probably not, not a bad way to, <laughs> to do yet, business but development. I, I might. You're tempting me to go uh, around the corner over here. I saw one on the way in. Well, so. it's, actually, it's actually in the same building here as well. Oh, maybe <laughs> so we'll, can, we'll go there You can after hop up today. or down a floor to the fire escape. Maybe they'll let, you, <laughs> they'll let you in. So you've got all these tools out there on the, the software as a service side, obviously from a sales management cycle, you know, sales management, product life cycle, um, you know, internal communication, but there's still kind of like this void in the market or there has been like a clear winner, if you will, or like a platform that some, you know, say like, okay, that's like the salesforce.com of the corporate wellness or the corporate halo amenity space. So how do you, is that part of like your mission is to say, okay, look, I think I can create you know, the, the, the white label or the private label or the industry standard for, for these types of services? Absolutely. And when you look at the, the kind of full spectrum of offerings that are available, you know, most companies opt for Slack for communication. They use HubSpot or Salesforce for sales. They use Google Drive uh, for storage. And the list kind of goes on and on. And then once you get over to the employee side, um, you know, you have like your Zenefits or, you know, your mandatory health insurance provider, like, uh, maybe Gusto for payroll. Um, but there's really nothing for like fun and, uh, actual employee well-being that's not like mandatory benefits wise. 
that any size organization can implement, whether they're five people or 5,000 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not easy to implement, like, for example, Slack is, that you just go to the Slack website, you click download, and you're good. Right, right. You know, so making it really easy for both the employees and the employer is a big thing for us. Gotcha. And then how much communication is going on after you're deployed? Is there someone in HR that, that's kind of in charge of that, and they can, they're basically transferring money from the corporate account up to holistically, and then that's basically feeding into each one of the the sister accounts, if you will, of, of each one of the employees, and they see that? Or what's how does that notification and ease of use work? Yeah, so we offer an administrator platform for the, the benefit administrator, which has, um, you know, the amount spent this month, the total amount remaining for the month, all of the reports and the history from previous months, and, um, you know, provides full insight into the operations uh, that are occurring on a month-to-month basis. And um, basically through that platform, all of the administrating happens. Great. And, you know, just in uh, in closing here, what are, what are what's the next addition that, that you're looking to, to pull in um, as an offering? You've got the meditation side, you've got some of the, um, the, the, the classes, you've got some of the, the, the books and the audio books and things with Audible. What, what's the next frontier? It's a great question. I mean, uh, in my mind, it's kind of two tiered. There's two fronts on one side. Um, I think mental health is still so, so much to be done there within mm-hmm. every organization. Um, you know, we've partnered with a lot of meditation uh, providers, whether they're in-person studios or actual app offerings. Um, I'm looking at more kind of uh, therapy-based solutions uh, that could be offered as part of the mental health suite. And then on the other side, I think financial well-being is a really interesting forefront that a lot of companies are looking into. And um, it's kind of of how do you empower your employees to better manage their their investments or their money mm-hmm. and uh, better understand their own financial well-being. Gotcha. All right. Well, we, we met several months ago, so congrats on the uh, on the continued progress. That's what a, that's what a startup is is uh, <laughs> continuous improvement and you know trying to figure out your way through uh, through the the, the the maze here of uh, of getting to the next phase of, of the company. So, congrats on that, and we look forward to being uh, helpful to you and uh, get some uh, periodic updates on uh, on new accounts that you've signed and how many people you're helping. So. Thanks for the for, for stopping by and being on the show and also for the work you're doing. Absolutely. Thank you, Pete. Excellent.